It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans? The NBA season is here, but it's almost here for the Washington Wizards. It's your guy, the real Ed Oliver, Brandon Scott. Today we're going to preview the Washington Wizards versus Pacers game and also do a couple over-unders to preview the season. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first lesson every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. It's your host, The Real Ed Oliver, my guy, Brandon Scott. We're going to preview the Washington Wizards versus Pacers. The season is finally here, but the Wizards season is tomorrow night, and we both can't wait, man. We've been waiting forever and ever. Uh, like I said last episode, a lot of trades, a lot of new faces in D.C., and we're excited to see how these guys play and gel together for sure, and uh, you know, we're excited to see Bilal and Denny with the new contract, how he plays, Jordan Poole, the pool party, Kyle Kuzma. Uh, we'll see how these guys play together. So um, I'm just excited, man. So we'll, we'll get to the pre- season preview for the Pacers and keys to victory. Then we'll get to some over-unders for today. But, uh, Brandon, uh, what are your thoughts on the Pacers roster? Uh, they brought in Bruce Bowen. That was a big signing for them. They traded for Obi Toppin. Of course, they brought back Miles Turner, Benedict Matherin is starting a shooting guard, Tyrese Halliburton, who is an all-star caliber point guard. Uh, off the bench, they got Buddy Hilde. Uh, they drafted Jairus Walker. They got Jalen Smith coming off the bench as well. So um, they got some good depth there. They're a solid team. Uh, they look like they could possibly be a play-in team. But uh, what are your uh, thoughts and um, thoughts about the Pacers coming into this one tomorrow night? Um, looking at their roster, man, they remind me of the quiet guy in the corner. At the party, man. You know, if you ain't careful, he's gonna stuff you. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, if you look at the roster, man, they. I mean, obviously Tyrese Halliburton, all-star point guard, but Benedict Matherin, man, he, he can defend. He can shoot. Bruce Brown, same. Obi Thomas, very athletic. Miles Turner can defend the paint. Can shoot from three. I mean, their bench. You know, Buddy Hill can shoot lights out. Jarris Walker is intriguing. Jalen Smith, he can play. You know, shout out to uh, the Terrapins. Uh, Angie Nimhard. I mean, like, list goes on. They, you know, it's definitely going to be at a battle of the benches. You know, it's going to have, you know, our bench is going to have to perform just as well as the starting unit because they're very deep. They really are. They have an athletic team. Um, we were, you know, we were talking about how, you know, they, I believe, are number two last year in pace, um, number six in assists. So this is a team who likes to run. They like to run quick, catch defenses off balance. Uh, they pass the ball around a lot. They play team oriented basketball. So, you know, we're going to have to you know, be on our P's and Q's when it comes to defense, man. So, you know, again, looking at their roster, I mean, they got a young squad who can play some ball. Halliburton's going to – he's, he's going to be intriguing to see how Tyus does against Tyrese Halliburton, man. I mean, I think everybody's got a matchup ahead of them. Um, depending on who they played, the three, Bruce Brown, like I said, is a defensive guy who can shoot. Uh, so, again, man, they are a young, hungry team. So, we're going to have to come out and we're going to have to start the season with a blast. We're going to have to punch the Pacers in the mouth and really try to get this dub because – it's teams like this that we're going to be going against 
on our ascent up to the Eastern Conference, man. You know, they're a rebuilding team too. You know, you see, you know, you mentioned they added, you know, Obi Toppin, you know, Bruce Brown. They're adding those pieces to try to surround Chayers Halliburton. So uh, they're definitely trying to make moves in the Eastern Conference, if not this year, you know, a couple of years from now, just like us. So young team. So teams like this, I want to see us play hard because, like, again, they're kind of on our timetable a little bit, kind of like the Detroit Pistons, you know, young team, rebuilding, adding pieces. So I definitely think we need to make a statement with, with this game, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they definitely are that team where I think they can make a leap where they can make the playoffs. Uh, they may kind of win now moves like playoff making the playoff type of moves and bringing in a guy in Bruce Brown, yeah, who just just won the championship with the Nuggets who are playing right now against the Lakers. So they they definitely wanted to upgrade their team. They got more athletic with Obi Toppin. Yeah, um, like you said, they really are trying to surround a Tyrese Halliburton. They definitely value. They gave him a contract. They gave him a new contract, so they paid him. Very well, very handsomely, and uh, they they definitely feel like he's that franchise guy, and uh, he's the captain of the team. So they definitely want to. They definitely try their best to build around him. Uh, they they get a bunch of assists, of course. That's that's attributed to uh, Tyrese Halliburton. They can certainly shoot the three with Buddy Hill. They were tenth in three point percentage, thirty six percent last year. They hurt us on the three point line. Buddy Hill had a crazy game one time where he had a bunch of threes. Just the whole team was knocking down threes. Miles Turner can stretch the floor. So they can really space the floor. They're athletic. They can run the floor. Jairus Walker brings a lot of physicality. He can defend as well. Buddy Hill can shoot the lights out. Uh, Bruce Bruce Brown can shoot a little bit too. So they definitely have a good team that can really push the pace. They were sixth in pace. Uh, defensively, they weren't great. So this could be a very high-scoring game. Uh, look at, just looking at defensive rating, they were – where are they at? I know they were towards the bottom. They were 26th in defensive rating. So uh, they certainly gave up a lot of points. We weren't great in defensive rating last year. We we're 21st, and uh, we haven't really been good defensively under West. We like we played a lot of zone against the Pacers last year. They hurt us because they can shoot the three, and we double teamed a lot, which was bad. So hopefully West doesn't go out there and do that. Uh, I want to see Bilal. Maybe there's some points where you may put him on Halliburton just to you know disrupt him a little bit. He's not gonna. We're not gonna shut down Halliburton, but just try to make it tough on him. Just get some guys with some long arms and long wingspans against him. A taller defender as well, and uh, seeing Bilal on Buddy Hill as well. Uh, but rebound is going to be a huge thing. Um, this is this is going to be a fun matchup. We we played them in the first game of the season last year. We beat them in Indiana. Once again, we play them in Indiana again. So this would this will be a good evaluation game for us. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited. This is, this is a good matchup for us. This is a good test uh, against a team that's up and coming that certainly can make the play-in or be the eighth or seventh seed in the East. So this this definitely is a good matchup. Oh yeah, I mean, look at that keys to victory, man. Um, I mean, we mentioned it. They like to push the pace, and they got more athletic. So mm-hmm. defensively, uh, we mentioned paint defense has been abysmal, but defense mm-hmm. overall, I mean, communication on the defensive end has got to be key, especially on transition because they kill people on transition. So we've definitely got to step our game up as far as transition defense, team communication on the defensive end. You know, rotations got to get crisper. I mean, because they know they play team-oriented basketball, so they're going to be passing the ball around, finding an open shooter. So we've got to get on those rotations. So to me, that's what one big key right there is defensively, we've got to be team-oriented in, in defense, defending the paint, defending definitely defending the perimeter. And on, in transition, we got to communicate and rotate better. Um, you mentioned the rebounding, man. Rebound's got to mm-hmm. get better. I mean, you know, Miles Turner, yeah, he can stretch the floor, but he's a guy who he can protect the paint, he can rebound. Um, we definitely, you know, Obi Toppin, you know, I, I don't know his rebounding numbers, but I know he's a guy who can get in there and get rebounds. Um, we've got to we've got to get a rebound, man. You know, because if you look at the preseason, second chance points killed us. 
you know, we've got to get defensive rebounds, man. So that would be my two biggest keys, man. And obviously, um, like you mentioned it, you know, on as far as perimeter D and looking at the roster again, uh, Bruce Brown makes your perimeter defense better. Uh, Matherin makes it good. Toppin, not really known as a defensive guy, but definitely we have to take high percentage three-point shots and really, really <laughs> stretch the floor and broaden that offense, man. So that would that would be my keys to victory and beating the Pacers. But mm-hmm. rebound and defense are the biggest ones, man, because this team can run and they play team-oriented basketball, man. And that's just a recipe for disaster if you don't rotate and you don't communicate on the defensive end. Yeah, certainly got a rebound. Gaffrey, he's got to step up big against Miles Turner. He's got to like, stretch the floor and shoot, and he can, he can score in the paint as well and get to the basket. Uh, Matherin's a guy that can get to the basket as well, put pressure on the defense. Uh, but we got to move the ball well. The Raptors game, we had a lot of turnovers, a lot yeah. of turnovers. And uh, a lot of it, you know, was iso ball. Jordan Poole, he was hot against the Knicks, so it worked against the Knicks. But isolation ball like that, you know, dribble, dribble, um, step back or, you know, pulling up for three, which which is I, I want to see him do that too because that's just Jordan yeah. Poole's game. And I think the Pacers, is, this is going to be a game where he definitely can put up 30 easily because yeah. it's going be to be a track meet out there for sure. Kuzma, if he plays, I'm not sure if he's going to play. Um, they haven't really said or anything like that. We're going to talk about injuries as well because um, Johnny Davis, unfortunately, he's going to be out tomorrow. Landry Shemet, unfortunately, is going to be out. So a couple guys are going to be out. Uh, really hate to see that Johnny Davis is going to be missing time, but you know, you know, it's a long season, so uh, hopefully he comes back 100% healthy. But rebounding, not doubling, and yeah. I would not play zone. So, this is on coaching with West Onso Jr., yeah, you know, not doubling. And I feel like they possibly could get out to an early lead. So, once again, like last year, we got out to early leads, you can't blow these early leads, you have to take advantage of it. And um, so, rebound is going to be a big key. Ball movement, we had a lot of turnovers against the Raptors move the ball, get back on defense, communication on defense, fast break defense, and uh, rebound is going to be huge for sure. Absolutely. I mean, you hit all points, man. I think that if we can at least match them with rebounds, uh, prevent second-chance points, show energy on the defensive end, uh, really getting those passing lanes. You know, like I said, I I think that we should punch them in the mouth early, use that momentum, and and take the game, man, especially on the road. It's going to be a test. You know, this Mm -hmm. is a team where – you know, this is a team, if you look at the timeline of our rebuild, this is going to be a team that is going to extend up there. We have to beat the Pacers. You know, so this is definitely, I hate to say that, but it's a Michigan game. You know, see really, you know, mm-hmm. how, and obviously <laughs> as the season goes on, the chemistry is going to get better. So, but I, I want to see how this this, uh, this team does against a team like the Pacers. You know what I'm saying? Because, look, they're young and they're hungry, man. So, and Halliburton, he's going to be a test for Tyus. He really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but I'm looking forward to it. I, I really am. Yeah, he is. Yeah, no, the measuring stick that I, I, I like you said that I hate, I really dislike when Ron Rivera says it because every time he says that we get blown out, yeah, the commanders get blown out. But, uh, you know, we're gonna get to so we already talked about keys of victory, so we're gonna get to some over unders and season predictions before we get into the season. Before we do that, today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is super easy. You pick two to five players, or now it's two to six players on stat projections. And uh, you pick your winnings. Uh, Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports flat- platform in North America. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks. You pick more than more than or less than two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. So tomorrow night, I already talked about it a little bit last night. Uh, I would go over. Any any big man, I would just go with their over on rebounds. 
But I, it, it's weird because Miles Turner, he doesn't really like the rebound. They have him at seven and a half rebounds. So I'm going to go over on his boards. Tyrese Halliburton, they have his assists at about ten and a half assists. I could certainly see him go over that. Yeah. But I'm going to go with rebounds for Miles Turner because we just don't rebound the ball well at all. I think he could possibly get a double-double. So I'm going to go over seven and a half rebounds for Miles Turner. And then on the Wizards side, they have uh, Jordan Poole at about 23 and a half points. And I certainly see he can, that he can smash that. They don't have Kyle Kuzma on the board right now, which is interesting. So that's why I, I just don't know what's going to happen with Kuzma tomorrow. Is he going to play or not? I, I just have no idea. But if Kuzma doesn't play, then you got to certainly take the over on Jordan Poole at uh, 23 and a half points. Because if Kuzma doesn't play, he could pr- he could certainly put up 30 to 40 points yeah. tomorrow night. Uh, Price picks, they offer weekly pr- promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Price picks discounts select players' projections up to 25% to provide even more value. Price picks now offers Apple Pay to quick and easy deposits into your account this football season or basketball season. With the Price Picks reboot policy, your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For NFL games and college football, top 25 matchups, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return to the second, that player is rebooted. Price Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance. Go to pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA. Use code LockedOnNBA for a first-time deposit match up to $100. You get a first deposit match up to $100 using code LockedOnNBA. On NBA. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure you guys don't miss out on that. All right, thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We will be recapping live the Washington Wizards versus Patriots game. We will be certainly lit and have a lot of fun with that. I know you guys enjoy the live streams for sure. You will be a lot of people in live, so can't wait to see you guys in there for that. All right, so let's get to some over-under projections here. I guess we'll just start with the win total for the Wizards. Uh, this one's on FanDuel. They have the Wizards' win total at uh, 24 and a half wins. What are you taking on that? Man, that's tough, man. Uh, because, we, you know, we've, we've said it all season long, man. We looked at it before the deadline, after the deadline. I think definitely a lot of the wins are going to come before the deadline. So you said 24 and a half. I'm going to go over, man. I, I have us closer to 30. So I'm, I'm definitely going over with that. Okay. Um, after watching the preseason, I, I don't want to make, you know, come to conclusions after just preseason games. But just watching that Raptors game, man, even when they beat the Knicks, yeah. they didn't rebound the ball well. Yeah. And I think that's just going to be really tough for them. And honestly, injuries are a part of the game. We've seen Gaff knock on wood, you know, miss games, miss time. And even with him in there, we had we don't really have much of any physicality or much of a post presence. Guys just easily come like Siakam got to the basket whenever he felt like it. Yeah. Um Mitchell Robinson got a bunch of boards. Julius Randle had an off game, but he still was able to get to the basket. And uh, I just think against better opponents than the Raptors, we're just gonna struggle, man. And uh, I, I, unfortunately, I'm going to take the under. And then Jordan Poole, I really love Jordan Poole. I love the Poole party, but 
you know, you're going to get a 41 point game and then you're going to see games where he goes one for 15. That's just yeah. the nature of, the, of his game. You know, you're going to get some games where he looks like he could be a possible um, most improved player or breakout player, breakout best, you know, most improved player in the league. And then you're going to get some games where, you know, he's one of 10 from the three point line or he has eight, six, seven turnovers. So, then you're going to get some of those, and they're just a young developing team. It's a rebuilding team, and it's a weird cluster of guys. You got guys like Tyus Jones. What's yeah. going to happen at the trade deadline with him? DeLon Wright, Mascala. Mascala, you know, he's a, he's a guy that doesn't, you know, he's not going to stop anybody at the rim, doesn't rebound well either. He shoots the ball well, but doesn't rebound. Gallo can barely move his feet. You know, he's, what, 35, coming off an ACL injury. So, yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I'm taking the under. Okay. I, I can see why you would, man. I'm just I'm trying to be the optimist, but um, <laughs> I mean, I can see why you would, man. Because like you said, we're a rebuilding team. Uh, you know, you got a cluster of guys who are you know trying to showcase for other teams at the trade deadline, and you have you know the other half. You have guys who are trying to you know earn that place. You know where they're at in this organization. You know, obviously Denny, he's got his bag, so we know he's gonna be around for a minute. But you know, Corey Kispert, you know, we talked about last time. You know, do, it, do they have a future for him here? You know, Johnny yeah. Davis, he, him been injured. It's really bad timing for him because, again, you know, his front office didn't draft him. So he's got to showcase what he can do. So, but I, I see why you chose under, man. But I, I'm, I'm a plate optimist. I'm going to I have him closer to 30, but we'll see. Right. Yeah. I, I could see them getting it. I certainly could. I really could. But they, they, the front office, they didn't dress the big man spot at all. And I think it's really yeah. going to, it's really going to hurt them because they, they yeah. just don't have anybody that can stop anybody getting, getting to the basket at all. Uh, they're not going to rebound the ball well at all. In the Hornets game that that we played too, they didn't rebound the ball well. Nick Richards had a, almost a double double. PJ Washington almost had a double double. Mark Williams almost had a double double. So <laughs> it, it, it's going to be a tough time for them for sure. Uh, let's go with uh, Denny Avdia. You uh, you brought up thirty five percent from the three point line. Are you taking the over or under? He shot twenty nine percent last year, so uh, <laughs> this one might be an easy one. Oh, man. <laughs> Again, I'm trying to play the optimist, man. Um, he got a bag. He likes he loves being here. I'm hoping that he puts that work work in. I'm gonna go over. Okay. And you know, I, I know, man, because I took I took over last year. I like and it. I took over the year before, but I get that. But I'm a, I think that he's motivated, man. He got his bag. You know, he he doesn't have to really have that in the back of his mind whether you know he's gonna get a contract or not. He's got his bag. You know, so he can work on his game. I'm going over. I'm, I'm, I'm a, like I said, I'm an optimist. I think he takes that step mm-hmm. this season. I like a glass half full. I like it a lot. Uh, yeah, Denny shot 29% from three last year, 31% is rookie season. So I'm definitely going to go under. I think he can improve to 33, which is would be a huge improvement. It still wouldn't be good, but it would be a huge improvement. Yeah. Uh, there were some clips of him shooting the three in practice, and he looked pretty good. His form has always looked fine. His form has never really been wrong. You know, his form has not been – it hasn't been bad. I think his form has, has been fine. He's just – you know his his touch and just you know he, he just hasn't been a good three uh three uh three point shooter, free throws he's been he's been okay seventy three percent is not great either but he's been fine with that too so it kind of just aligns, but uh yeah I think he's gonna prove I think he'll I think he'll be under thirty five but I think he'll go from twenty nine to thirty three which is a, a pretty good improvement for him. Uh, next is, is Tyus Jones seven assists this is on price picks as well the NBA season you guys got to get these picks in. Before the season starts on price picks, they have his assists at uh, seven seven point one assists per game. Are you taking the over or under on Tyus Jones' assists? Take it over. I mean, right. look, he's got the opportunity to have. He's got Kuzma out. He's got Jordan Poole. 
you know, hopefully, you know, Bilal and Denny and Kispert can emerge as though, you know, third or four options. I think he's got shooters, man. I think, you know, I definitely think he can create. And yeah, absolutely. I'm taking over. Absolutely. Mm. I like it. Yeah. I'm a, I don't want to be, I hate to be the black cat or just, uh, you know, a, a pessimist, but I'm going to go under. He has never averaged. <laughs> yeah. No, he's never averaged over seven assists for a game. He averaged five last year, but he's come off the bench too, to be fair. So yeah. Behind John Morant and with the Timberwolves, he came off the bench as well. Uh, he's going to start. He's going to start as long as he's here. We'll see if he's here past the trade deadline. But he definitely is going to start. I think he's going to be close to seven, but I'll say right under. I'm going to say six and a half assists. Okay. Uh, next on the list is let's see here. Uh, Dale Gafford rebounds per game. He averaged 5.6 boards a game. I guess we'll go over under six boards a game for Daniel Gafford. The optimism just left. <laughs> I'm going under, man. He has not looked good this preseason. He's looked overmatched, man. I'm going under. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. I got. I didn't look at his preseason numbers for, as far as rebounding the ball. He did average 5.6 boards a game last year. Uh, that was off of 20 minutes per game. He should He should get more minutes. Yeah. I said, what, six? Uh, six it's close, man. <laughs> it is. It is. He he really should, honestly. He really should average eight to nine to ten yeah. boards. That's that's I really believe he can do that. Uh when you know when he first got traded here when he was with Russell Westbrook, he was averaging a good amount of boards a game, but he just hasn't for whatever reason, he just hasn't rebounded like he should. Um consistently. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna be optimistic here. I'm gonna take the over. I'm gonna say he gets at least seven boards a game because okay. He should be playing 30 minutes a game. If he can stay out of the big thing is foul trouble. If he can stay out of foul trouble, I think he can do it. Yeah, it's just I don't see him playing 30. I see him playing 25 because he's just he's <laughs> you know his conditioning every year is an issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, you saw it early in the preseason, man. You know, you, you know, on TV, you seen him motion to West to get him out of, up out of there. So mm-hmm. I just don't do I trust Gaff? And like I said, I'm a big Gaff fan, man, but do I trust him to play 25 plus? I don't know, man. And he's looks he's looked so overmatched against bigger centers and even most you know more athletic centers. I mean, mm-hmm. I've seen him struggle against Nicholas Claxton, which you yeah. know he's not built, <laughs> you know he's not huge by any means. So you know he he struggles against higher echelon centers, man. And I just like I said, I've been saying it this whole offseason. The center position scares me; it terrifies mm-hmm. me. Yeah, no, yeah, I think it's it's, it's probably the. It's probably the probably the 30, 30th, you know, worst center rotation of the league for sure. All right. So Jordan Poole, we're we had 25 points a game over or under, but I think on price picks they have it at 24.7 points a game. So I guess we'll go with that. Uh do you have him getting over basically 24 points a game? Absolutely. It's time for a pool party. <laughs> Absolutely. He's got that green light, man. He's got the mm-hmm. greenest of green lights, man. He's. I would be very disappointed if he didn't average more than 25. I mean, he's got a green light. You know, he's got a, a point guard who is a pass first floor general. Um, You got a guy in Kyle Kuzma who, you know, they can kind of take the pressure off each other. They're both guys who like to create, you know, shots for themselves. Um, And I think that the sporting cast is going to help him out a lot. I really do. I, I think that Bilal is going to be all right this year. Now, obviously, he's got a lot of development to go, but I think he's going to have a decent rookie year. Uh, I think Denny takes that step, and I think Kispert, man, is going to light it up from perimeter. So I think that offensively, you know, you have all the pieces in place for this to be a, a fun team to watch, just rebounding and playing defense. But, yeah, as far as 25, absolutely. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think he's going to average 25 for sure pretty easily. He, he did it last year with the Warriors whenever stepped in play. And uh, like you say, he has the greenest of green lights. Set it on media day as well. So he's going to get a lot of shots up. He's going to have some 40-point games. Like we saw against the Knicks, he's going to have some 35-points games. He, he wouldn't be surprised if he, if he puts a 51 night as well. Uh, Kyle Kuzma over under 21 points. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Oh, over. Yeah, the, the, your top two scores going to be uh, mm-hmm. Poole and Kuzma, man. You know, I definitely see 25 for Poole and 21 plus for Kuzma, man. I mean, because if you look at last year, we had three 20-point scores. So, you know, Kuzma showed that he could definitely average over 20, man. So, yeah, absolutely. I'm going over. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going over as well with Kyle Kuzma. Uh, Jordan Poole, three three-pointers uh, made per game. Oh, over. <laughs> he's going to be he's gonna be chugging up those three-pointers, man. <laughs> right. You better believe it. All right. And then on price fix, they have Jordan Poole, 15 30-point-plus games, and Kyle Kuzma, nine 30-plus-point games. That's close, man. Um, mm-hmm. I can rock with it. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, yeah over no. on both. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I'll probably trade over on both, too. I got to look at last year and, and see how many 30-point games they had, but I, I'd probably go over on it as well. Uh, let's see here. Um, let's see if I can find another one. Corey Kispert. We'll, we'll talk about Corey. Oh, Johnny Davis. You know, oh, how, many, how many – how many – uh, wh- what did I send you? Is it Was it starts this year or – I think it was minutes. Minute, oh, minutes per game, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, over under 10 minutes a game for Johnny Davis. I gotta say, over, he's got to get more than 10 minutes, man. You know, he's a he's a young piece that he's got to show what he can do. He's got to get over 10 minutes mm-hmm. because if not, man, you know, like I said, we, you know, we've both been saying this that this front office has no loyalty, they didn't draft right. him, so he's it behooves him to get over 10. So I'm definitely going over 10, right. I'm going to go over 10 as well. He averaged 15 minutes per game. Only thing is, you know, Landry Shamet, Corey Kispert, you yeah. know, got the rotation in the shooting guard spot. But I, I think, you know, they, they got to see what they got him. Even though they did not draft him, I do think that they want to see what they have in a young guy. Yeah. You know, he was just drafted last year. So even just to, you know, possibly get his value up a little bit. Um, but you want to evaluate and see what you got in the first round pick, especially a top 10 pick. Yeah. Uh, Blau, let's do some over unders for him. Uh, how many starts? This season, we'll do a 10 again for uh for Black. How many starts in the season do you see for him? Oh, is it over under 10? Yeah. Uh 10 starts. Uh yeah, yeah, over. That especially after the uh, the deadline, man. Um well, I, hold on, let me let me backtrack. Cause I mean, if you look at roster construction, man, mm-hmm. um maybe if they play him at the two guard, because I can see a lineup after the deadline. If they move on from Tyus, you know, going pool point guard, blah to then at the three, who's with the four, and then Gaff, you could see that lineup. Not, but it all depends on who who's moved at the deadline. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, if uh, if Tyus is moved, Tyus or Delon, I could definitely see him maybe uh, playing a tall lineup and put him in at the two. So yeah, absolutely, I, I'm gonna go over. It's gonna be close because, like I said, it all depends on the deadline who they move. But I think yeah, ten. I'm definitely over on ten. 
Right. Yeah, I'm going to go over as well. Johnny Davis had five starts last year, so I think Bilal can definitely double that and go over. Uh, Corey Kisper, let's talk about his three-point percentage, and then we'll go to our uh, prediction for tomorrow night's game as far as who will win. Uh, Corey Kisper, three-point percentage. Uh, he have, he was a 42% three-point percenter, a three-point per, percent shooter last year. We'll go with 39% over-under. Oh, three-point, 39 um yeah over kiss he's a shooter man yeah absolutely he's gonna have the opportunities all right and then uh three players traded at uh before the trade deadline over under oh before yeah i'm going under i think that i think the the deadline is gonna be the day um because i don't think anybody i mean or 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 just traded at the deadline in general oh over players (laughs) traded yeah definitely (laughs) over Yeah, I'm definitely taking over on that. All right, we'll wrap it up on the over-unders. All right, so what's your prediction for tomorrow night? We got Ooh, I got it. 108-101. The Wizards take the, the season opener. Okay. And yeah, I'm going to say, like this, I'm gonna say 35 points, Jordan Poole. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go 120-115, a loss, a very close game, uh, a game that could possibly go to overtime. Uh, but they give up a couple of threes. I think the Wizards actually – Get a get a lead, not a big lead, but maybe like a five point lead in the second half. But they squandered away. They gave up a couple big threes. Uh, West goes zone, he double teams. They give him some threes to Buddy Hill and Benedict Matherin, and uh, they lose. <laughs> they lose that way. <laughs> okay, I can rock with it. Yeah, I guess, I guess I'm the optimist tonight, man. Yeah, you know? I know, I know. I'm the black cat tonight, man. I really am. I'm the Russian judge. I really hate being that way. I really do. But uh, hopefully we come on a lot tomorrow night with a dub, with a win, and I'm wrong. But I always want to thank you guys for listening. Making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you guys get a podcast. Make sure you guys hit the notification bell and subscribe. We will be here around probably 10 o'clock tomorrow night. Should be a lot of fun. I haven't been uh, live after a game with you guys in a while, so it should be a lot of fun. Hell to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.